Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to another episode of the New Era podcast. I'm your host, New Era, and I have not one but two special guests today. <laughs> I have Crystal and Maggie, a <laughs> um, which are two. Wait, I need to I need to read that my notes. Licensed clinical social workers. Yes. Hey, what's up, guys? Are you guys nervous? Hello. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, um, aside from you guys, like, having, like, a badass title, right? Because you guys have been going to school for a while, right? Mm-hmm. How long did you guys go to school for it? It's a total of six years, so it's four years undergrad, and yeah. then two years of the master's. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then 2,500 hours of... 3,200 oh, hours. Oh, 3,200 hours. Yeah. Of face-to-face clinical... And then you have to take a, an exam and right. everything to get where we're at. Basically, we're yeah. newly... Licensed clinical social workers. That's dope. That's a, that's a mm-hmm. long process. Yeah. I mean, okay, so for those that don't know, like, you guys are my really good friends. And we, I've seen you guys do, well, like, you guys were in the process already when I, I had met you guys, right? But I seen you guys do your hours, and I was like, damn, I didn't really realize how much it entailed when it came down to what you guys were doing, you know? Yeah. Uh, but why did you guys pick uh, social workers to, for, to study? You can go first. I, for me, I think I just, I always wanted to be in the helping profession. Mm-hmm. My brother was a police officer, and I wasn't going to go that route. Yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to do yeah. something different. Yeah. And I also have some family members that are counselors. So I think that's what really pushed me and motivated me to do that. That's awesome. And then it just pretty much interests you from the beginning, like mm-hmm. helping people. Yeah, definitely. What about you, Maggie? Um, and I have a brother who's a cop, (laughs) but, um, I think just, you know, personal experiences, Mm -hmm. seeing other families struggle and just things like that, that I also felt like, you know, I had better opportunities than other people Mm -hmm. because of, you know, my dad for me, he put me in a better position. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to be able to help other people as well. And, um, I started in my bachelor's for psychology to kind of just learn about, you know, people and just all that stuff. And then um, I actually didn't know what to do for my master's. Really? Crystal, I think when she was looking, she was talking about social work. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, like, okay, that, that seems like what I already kind of had in mind. So yeah. um, then I kind of just started taking that route because I felt like that's what I wanted to do to, like, yeah. help people in some way. And now that you guys are, like, officially, like, licensed, like, after all that hard work, does it, um, obviously I know it's worth it because I know you guys are, like, super proud of that because it's, it's a really big accomplishment. Aside from getting your master's, you guys, you guys, pretty bad bitches, you know. What I mean? <laughs> well, okay, so um, for the, for those that are listening, for those like obviously like we hang out. Well, we don't, we don't hang out as often, but we, we are really close friends. And then Maggie and Crystal alone, like they're like peanut butter and jelly, like they're <laughs> best best friends, you know. So um, just having like um, not only like the support from you know you were talking about your family's support, right? But how much did it mean having like a, like your best friend being able to do that? The, you guys are doing the same thing, studying the same thing. Did it did that help in a way or no? Definitely. Really? <laughs> yes. I think Maggie's my therapist. Sure. <laughs> and just, yeah, we joke around all the time about being each other's therapist. Yeah. But I really think, honestly, that's the biggest part. Like, yeah, it's hard to go through things when people don't know what you're going through. Right. But she's going through what I'm going through. Yeah. And like you said, we're like so alike that. <laughs> things that she goes through like yeah. I feel like I go through as well at mm-hmm. some point so I think that was that definitely was a big part like yeah because yeah. this profession is not easy yeah and the route like just the path to get there is hard and yeah. so I think honestly for sure having Crystal there was like helpful to get through it and mm-hmm. even now like now that we've 
made it to this point, mm-hmm. it's still hard. Really? <laughs> now I think yeah. it's even harder. It, yeah, really? honestly. I mean, like, you know, we'll, I know we're going to get to that point. Yeah. We'll answer your questions. But mental health is 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 hard. Yeah. Um, being, you know, a clinician is hard. You listen to all these stories and things, mm-hmm. and you have to, yeah. you know, you're supporting all you're these like people. You're like a secret keeper. Yeah, right. and then you're this, like, I feel like a little light for some people that, you know, mm-hmm. they, like, you're, like, their hope at, for some people. And I think yeah. that's, like, a lot of responsibility, and then yeah. it's a lot to take in. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes mental health does not stop at work. Like, yeah, people think it's true. just certain people that are affected, but it's not, like, everybody is mm-hmm. even us as therapists can be affected by mental health so definitely for sure having crystal i think that is one of my saviors i can she knows all my secrets (laughs) yes and how do you guys feel like you know we're talking about um you know obviously there's different levels of you know mental health um issues and then especially when uh, you guys are approached by it but like um how do you guys like um what's the word um turn off that whole like you know what okay i'm not working I'm off right now, but obviously your mind doesn't stop thinking about, because I mean, you guys are human and I know you guys care. So it's like, wait, when do you guys stop working? If that makes sense. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. And I think that's the hard part because I mean, you're, you go to work, right? Eight to five and then you leave work and sometimes you do take it home with you. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, you know, I'm stressed out or I'm angry or it's been a rough day or, you know, and it is hard and you don't want to take it out on your family, you Mm -hmm. know, now that I have a baby, I for sure can't. So it was, it was hard at first for me personally, but I think with practice, it got a little easier and I learned to just really leave that at work and then home is home like mm-hmm. yeah I there's times where I do worry about certain patients here and there you know like with the high risk ones like the suicidal ones and all of that yeah I, they do cross my mind obviously but I try not to worry about it and I try to tell myself that I did my best during my day yeah and I just I leave it at that yeah so it is what, hard what about you because it's like tough I know every everyone works different and like you know, especially, like, you talked about, like, even taking it home, because you guys both have partners, you guys both go home, too, and you guys, it's, like, it's it's very different to even, like, um, it's one thing shutting it off for yourself, right? Mm-hmm. But then, of course, your partner's gonna be like, hey, babe, how was work? And you're like, oh, do I really want to think about this right now? <laughs> and then you guys get back to that mind state. I mean, obviously, they, they, they just ask you because they care, right? Mm-hmm. So, how do you guys, and it's hard to even, like, for a normal person with a normal nine to five to shut off when they're working, like, um, and then just not only um, you guys are in the care or is it in the care of people, and then they they trust you guys and let you guys know, but it's like, who do you guys turn to when you guys need help? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, thank each other. <laughs> <laughs> in our case, yeah. I think we have each other, yeah. mm-hmm. um, but they also really encourage us as clinicians to also have our own. Our own therapist that we can talk mm-hmm. to as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing. And I think a big thing for us, too, is self-care. Like, that's always that been instilled right. in us in high school and in, uh, during our career. Like, going to school and all that, they were always big on on self-care. self-care. Even um, when you go to interviews, what do you do for self-care? Yeah. <laughs> that's one of the questions. <laughs> exactly. Really? Be- yeah. Because it's like, you, you do need to have that. And, like, we preach it to our clients they need a self-care mm-hmm. and at times we as therapists forget to self-care which right. is like should it's we need to practice what we preach and yeah and I think it's just finding things like that was one of my goals this year that I needed to self-care more because mm-hmm. um, you do forget you go into your routine and then you don't do something to care for yourself and yeah. to turn it off because sometimes it's like you said it's hard 
Yeah. You know, and then, like I said, sometimes you have mental health at home where you're dealing with things at mm-hmm. home or yourself personally or whatever it is, me, family members. And so sometimes it's hard to turn it off. You're turning yeah. off clients or other people's stories, but then you can come to your own. So I think a big key is self-care. You have to figure out what works for you and what doesn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you guys recommend to someone that is like has... I mean, they may be going through, but they don't know that they are. You know what I mean? Because I know um, one thing that... Because, I mean, you guys are pretty young. You guys are in your 20s, you know? So it's like... <laughs> um, one thing that I noticed is like... Um, and we've talked about this before, like, off the air, where it's like, you know, not a lot of people like to bring up the importance of not only self-care, but mental health. And um, what, like, for, for example, someone that's going through, you know, how your mind could always take control over, you know, um, your day and, and everything that goes on, you know? But... Mm-hmm. What tips would you guys give someone that maybe they don't even have the courage to hit someone up about it, but, like, what tips would you guys give them to, like, at least take the first step to get better? (laughs) (laughs) Just look at each other. (laughs) That's a good one. I think it's just, it's, I I know it's hard for some people, and, I mean, even for myself, it was hard for me to initially get help, too, because, I mean, I have my own things, too, that I go through. Mm-hmm. And it was hard for me to accept, like, man, maybe I, I do need to go see a therapist, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I think I, I just needed to get over that and say, I'm going to be okay, and, and I just need to go see this person, and mm-hmm. I'm going to work through it. Yeah. But I think it's the stigma that stops a lot of people from yeah, from getting true. help, you know? Especially, yeah. like, certain cultures, the Hispanic community, that's a big one, you know, yeah. where... They don't want to be labeled as crazy or like, you know, as yeah. some para locos, you know, kind yeah. of thing. <laughs> that is, a, that is though, it is a big thing with, um, with the culture too, when it's like, you know, any little thing that, that you do to just to even for like mental health, it's like, you don't want to be labeled as crazy or, or, or you'll, you'll tell someone you're going through shit yeah. and they'll say, ah, pues hace limpio de huevo and you'll be fine. <laughs> and it's like, okay, like, you know, that, that can only do so much, you know what I mean? But um obviously like just even um like just in my experiences too where it was like um so I'm like the only girl and I have three brothers right and even though I was always like the tomboy right I was like oh yeah cool 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 I've always been like into you know guy stuff whatever right and then and then I realized like as now that I'm an adult I'm like whoa um I went through through some shit you know what I mean (laughs) and then um but it was the result of like also like never being able to express it to anyone period Mm -hmm. you know so then now that I'm older, I'm like, whoa, maybe I did need to see a therapist. But, yeah. you know, obviously when you're you're young, you don't know what you really need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it's like in our culture, we don't we don't go through like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, let's make an appointment. We got we got this going. You know, now I think it's more accepted and yes. very, very open, you know, not just with that, but with various different topics. Starting you know? to, I think. Yeah, yeah barely getting mm-hmm. into that that starting point, you know, but um, like the um, one of the biggest things we talked about is like. For example, like one thing you talked about was suicide. Mm-hmm. So um, obviously not going in depth on 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 that subject, but um, a lot of people suffer from, from that. You know whether you know um, sometimes it's it's an unfortunate end or sometimes it is just a thought of it. Um, both both sides are really tough to like mm-hmm. even handle because whether you know the person or not, mm-hmm. it sucks to know like damn to get to that point to yeah. to just want to end everything. You know what I mean? Um, what, um, I don't know what my, like, I know what my question wanted to be, but it was like, you know, what tips would you give someone that thinks like, that's the answer for them? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, what would you give them? Like, well, 
I mean, that's just, it's it's just a process. You can't really give them a story and tell them, like, oh, like, mm. this is not, like, the end. This is not your end. It's it's hard because yeah. that person, that's where they're at at that moment, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just hard for you to tell them, like, oh, you have so much to live for. Or, like, why are you thinking about yeah. death? It's, like, a process. So I think, honestly, starting there, it's, it's well, first you want to have that safety for, you know, that person. But I think it, it has to go before, like, we have to go to the beginning. Like, what, how did they yeah. get there? Right. To try to help them out. Um, obviously, there's suicide hotlines. Now they, you know, we're in the new age of social, like, phones and texting. So they have yeah. texting numbers. Yeah. Now that you can text people, mm-hmm. um, there's so many apps that you can have, like, con- instant connections to resources, like numbers, like hotline texting, all these things. Um, so that would be, like, that point. But um, I was just wanting to go back because I remember when Crystal was like, okay, we're going to do this podcast with Maria and hey. like talk about mental health. <laughs> <laughs> and she was saying, like, you were going to ask, like, what is mental health and want to shine the right. light on mental health? And we're like, okay, well, what is mental health? How do we say that, right? Right. And I was telling her earlier, I was like, well, mental health is like depression, anxiety, grief. It's so many things on different levels. And mm-hmm. I think that any of those routes can take you to like wanting to to hurt yourself like you right. know feeling like there's no way out and mm-hmm. i think that's where um you know that's where the stigma comes from right. mental health and it's like nobody wants to talk about it um yeah but i think if we we need to start talking about it so we can prevent mm-hmm. people to get to that place where like that's the only answer for them is, yeah. is you know is yeah. to to just you know hurt themselves and, yeah but to the point of no return and i yeah. think that's like the important part of like help being able to start clearing the stigma on mental health. Yeah, you know, and Crystal's right. Like so many, um, I have so many parents. You know, like Hispanic moms that like, saying like, "Oh, well, if I enroll my kid in your services, are they gonna <laughs> be labeled as crazy, or yeah. are they going to like, you know, know?" Or you just it, it's it's very common. And yeah. but I do give props to a lot of like families because the majority of the people I like our families that we serve are Hispanic and yeah. so I give moms like and dads props when they bring their kids because they're like taking that step and like know that their kid needs support and they're bringing them here so I think yeah. the step is like clearing the stigma of mental health so we can start helping these families whether it be anxiety depression yeah. grief whatever it may be so we can stop or prevent more you know kids adults older adults getting to that suicidal state where yeah. you know that's like the most difficult part to to help a person. Mm-hmm. I think. And, oh no, go ahead. Sorry, I think people just don't realize how important mental health is. Mm-hmm. You know, right. and, and you think about it, and you're like, well, if something's hurting me, like physically, you go to the doctor, right? Mm-hmm. But people don't go to the doctor. You know, like that's how you should yeah. see it. You right, know, right, you right, should right. you should go see a therapist to go. Yeah help you with your mental health you know it's just as important as everything else in your body yeah that's probably the most important that's my favorite example i give to families when they're like about when they have questions and i'm like well when you have a stomach ache you go to the hospital you know and yeah the doctor your symptoms they'll give you some medicine (laughs) when you have mental like any like anxiety or depression like we try to toughen up because that's kind of what society tells us to do yeah like i know like if i'm sad or something like people are telling you know my family or something like oh people yeah. have it worse yeah exactly or yeah, just like oh well, that's very you know well i i do this and i'm fine and yeah. you know it's kind of get over it kind of yeah. thing and that's just some people can some people have the skills naturally to like mm-hmm. their coping skills and things they're to resilient. do and they're resilient yeah. to get over it and some people need that support or maybe they've just gone to that point where it's like hard to deal with it so they need that support which is where therapists come into play clinicians yeah. you know um us and so yeah 
And it's like one of the main things that that it, that I always like to like emphasize is, and I, I know we talk about it all the time, is just like doing like random acts of kindness or just being nice to people just for no reason. Mm-hmm. Like even asking someone how their day is going, like that's a big deal for me because I'm like, and this happens all the time, like where I'll go to, and it always happens at Walmart. Shout out to Walmart. Right? <laughs> and you know, I didn't sponsor from Walmart, you know? But um, I go to Walmart, you know, Actually, now that Crystal told me about the app where I could just go outside, I don't really go inside no more. Yeah. But that's not the world I'm talking about. <laughs> My point is, um, every time I go to Walmart, I always see the same cashier that, no, that he's, no one ever really goes to him because he's not as a, as fast as everyone else, right? So, but his line's always, like, short, so I was like, okay, you know what? So, I started going to him because his, his line was short, right? And then I noticed, like, you know, he was just super quiet. No one ever, ever even cared to acknowledge him or how his day is going, right? Yeah. So I told myself, all right, anytime you come, th- every time you come through, you just ask him how his day is going. And then so I do it, and he's and every single time he's always like, "You're the only person that has asked me that today." And imagine what impact you you right. that person. And yeah. mind you, it didn't cost me a single dime to do yeah. that. You know, like yeah. I was just it was, like I said, like random acts of kindness go so far, and like mm-hmm. one of the biggest things that. I want just not only our generation to know is like it's okay to ask for help like whether you don't even let's just say you don't even know how to go about getting a therapist like you could ask people for help I mean we could google anything nowadays like oh yeah you said you could text numbers nowadays to see like you know more information and things like that mm-hmm. um well, like we're talking about like you know you talked about like what what would be the definition of mental health like what can cause it you know so many different things mm-hmm. Um, could cause it. One thing that, like, I went through recently, which, I mean, we talked about it so many times, <laughs> yeah. is, like, heartbreak. Mm-hmm. Like, um, that fucked me up so bad last year. I was like, wait, no, 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 I can't be going through this. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I'm always, like, and and I always talked about it in bits, bits and pieces on some episodes, like, like little ounce of it, but nothing, like, too in-depth, you know? And I didn't, I didn't think nothing of it, you know? And then... Um, Recently, I had um, came across one of uh, my listeners named Stephanie. She's she gets down on cookies, so and she's the one that made the oh, cookies. Oh yeah, I saw those cookies. Um, so um, uh, we we're talking about you know like she talked about like um certain certain episodes right, and she she said you know Maria, one thing that you you talk talked about but not in depth was you talked about your heartbreak, mm-hmm. and I was like oh yeah, I was like yeah, I just mentioned it a little bit. She's like. <laughs> She's like, no, but I wanted to hear more of it. And I was like, mm-hmm. but you guys know I'm a private person, you know what I mean? So it's like, I was like, yeah, well, we'll see. You know, maybe, like, eventually, like, I'll be able to talk about it. And um, she's like, no, that that helped me, like, to be able... Because sometimes I feel like we have to, like, see people go through the similar mm-hmm. things to be like, hey, you know what? Like, all right, maybe I'm not I'm not going, like, that yeah. bad. You know, like, I'm, it's, not, it's not going that crazy, you know, where it's like we could feed off of each other and even ask for help, maybe go to see a therapist together or, like, just friends or anything, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, which, I always end up doing this. I always end up just, like, not, like, I always end up going in my zone where I just, like, isolate myself. And you guys know this because I never hit you guys back up, right? I still got texting <laughs> back. So one thing, I still got texting back, and I know Crystal Maggie will vouch for me, but um, what, do you think that's even, like, healthy or no? To not talk about it or isolate? Or to just to, like, isolate yourself because I'm so used to doing that. But I don't know if that's even right or not. You know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely not healthy. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. Okay, I can disagree a little bit. Okay, a little bit. So I think there's, there's, there is 
there's differences, right? If you're right. isolating every day, you're going to help people. <laughs> exactly. Then that's not healthy. Yeah. But I think sometimes, like, I think that's where, you know, we, if I'm, like, going through something, mm-hmm. then I need, it's okay to acknowledge it and say, like, I'm going through something yeah. and tell my family it's members, me like, right. you know, my Danny, tell Danny, like, you know, I'm going through something right now. I need my time alone or yeah. whatever, whoever it may be. And, yeah. like, they're understanding and they know. And so acknowledging, like, I'm going through something right now. I can do my me time, whatever I got to do to kind of just, like, if I take a day of being whatever depressed mm-hmm. and letting my emotions out, crying, whatever I got to do, yeah, isolating from everybody, and then the next day you you got to bounce back up and you kind of okay, I gave myself this time. You acknowledge that this is what you're feeling because you got to acknowledge the feelings. I think that's the important part. Yeah, and that may be isolating, isolating right. for the moment, and then the next day you you're going back to being you know doing knowing that okay, I can't isolate forever. Yeah, and so true. I got to do. Maybe today, instead of isolating, I'm going to do my other meat thing or my other coping mm-hmm. skill, which maybe I like to go run or I like to go fishing. Yeah, that's Right? True. And then you do that. So I, that's what I'm saying. I think isolating, yeah. it just depends. I think you have to know where where there's that line. To a certain extent. Yeah. Right. Because mm-hmm. I need to work on that because... And uh, well, that's one thing we talked about, too, where I know... I forgot what we were doing, but it was like a day where we were, like, hanging out. And I remember... I think I had told you, I was like, oh, my bad for being a shitty friend. And you're like, but I was being des. I think we're, I don't know what we were doing. We were doing like barbecue or something. And then you're like, why? Why did you ask me? I was like, oh yeah, but I said it like I was being completely honest because I'm like, damn. And every time we hang out, I'm like, dude, I suck at texting people back. Especially because when we do hang out, when we eventually all get to be in the same room, we're like, mm-hmm. damn, I wish you could do more of this. But obviously, mm-hmm. we all live in different areas. That's everyone has everyone has different lives. It's yeah, and it doesn't get easier as time goes on because. <laughs> no. It's like our schedules only get busier, but hashtag adulting life. I know you know that adulting life is crazy, but I I mean I was listening to what you said earlier about like you know your that listener telling you about you sharing mm-hmm. your story, and I think it comes to like you have a platform here, you have established yourself, yeah, and this pretty cool platform. And congrats to you for your like Thank year you. of podcast, and you've hey. been doing amazing. Cheers. But I think that <laughs> cheers, cheers. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that. I think you're starting to have this powerful voice, and I think that's important. And mm-hmm. I think that you know, props to you for also trying to do like a mental health aspect of it and yeah. sharing. You know, you have a lot of listeners. You know, yeah. you're growing every day, and I think yeah. that a big thing how people can connect to you mm-hmm. is by somebody being vulnerable. And I think that's yeah. a big part on like mental health, and also for you, like connecting with people. Makes you relatable. Yeah. yeah. And I think true. that at times that we're like it's uncomfortable to be vulnerable and let people in and like, yeah. share what we're going through. But only then will you make connections with real people. Yeah. Um, and just like just being real. I think that's a big part with so I think you having the show and sharing things like that. Yeah. It sounds like even a listener already told her like she yeah. was able to relate to you and she wanted yeah. to hear more because maybe she was going through something that yeah. way. And and it's um it and I always get like asses like when it comes down to like um just on the guests that I've had because I've had various different mm-hmm. s- different types of guests right and which is crazy because we've been friends for like forever and I was always like of course I, w- I always wanted to like my my main um objective with with guests was always like I I want especially people like our age like I want millennials to know like yo you could literally do anything you want like, there's no limit to what you want to do. Like, you could want to help people. Look, you guys could check this episode out. Or, like, you guys, if you guys want to, like, I, well, you know, I do a lot of, like, entrepreneur episodes, you know, where it's, like, mm-hmm. we yeah. could literally start from 
absolutely nothing. And then even then, like, you know, um, just to where you got where you guys got to where you're at now, right? I know that was not easy at all. Like <laughs> a period. Like I know there were times where you're like, dude, why am I doing this right now? Like, what's going on? But you guys still stuck through it though. And then you guys that accomplishment alone is is, is incredible because it's like, damn, and you guys aren't even you guys even haven't even hit thirty yet. Like that's wild. <laughs> no, I'm like, I'm like, don't be shaming our age. <laughs> oh, no, 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 far from thirty. Thank you, right? You guys are very far from thirty, like under thirty. You know. Um, so, but it's it's very like inspiring to know not only that, but thank you. You know, being we're all from like the same like same hometown. You know, mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, often which like there's like this big stigma with like the certain town where we're from, where it's like oh, no, people never go nowhere. Oh, no, it's just, you know, people just settle. And it's like, no, look, there's, we don't settle. This is who who made it out of there, you know? And, like, we're making, things are, are being, like, the world is changing because you guys chose not to give up on your guys' careers, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure you guys could have found an easier career. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> We've talked, talked about, about that. Yeah, we talked about that a few times. <laughs> because it is, it is hard. Like, yeah. I mean, I think when you go into it, you like you're so hopeful. You're so full of energy. You want to yeah. change the world. You want to help every single person that comes to the door, and that's just not how it works. Sometimes yeah. there's I think people we that had walk no idea out. What we were walking into. Yeah, and sometimes <laughs> I'm just like, oh my gosh, I need my own therapy. You know, like I need mental health. Yeah. I need help. Um, there's days where we cry. There's days where we're happy, and there's days, you know, we all have our days. Yeah, because yeah. we're it's normal tough. people. Yeah, I tell my clients sometimes, like, I need to do what I'm teaching you guys. Like, yeah. um, just because I'm a therapist doesn't mean I won't go to therapy or I won't do these coping skills. But yeah, we're we're human too, and yeah, but it has been hard, uh, really? a long road. Definitely. But yeah, but we're definitely. I mean, after like you know, maybe we're always working hard and doing things, and we might not be available to all our friends all the right, time, but. Right. Um, at the end of the day, like, we do got to look back and see what we have accomplished. And, yeah. like, I mean, I know I have a lot. I know Crystal has. I know we, yeah. you know, like, you're right. Like, we have worked hard and we've had to sacrifice a lot. Right. But at the end of the day, like, we've helped a lot of people. Yeah. And at the it end is of- really rewarding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's one thing where, you know, um, you, you brought up with sacrifice, right? Where um, uh, people see your careers and you know, where, where it's at now, right? Um, and they, I mean, I know everyone knows it took a lot of work, but no one ever sees like the sacrifices that Mm -hmm. were made, Mm -hmm. the endless hours of like studying, like the times where you guys were just like literally not have no social life and just Mm -hmm. commute. And you guys guys would (laughs) cry, staying up to midnight or past midnight. Yeah. So how did you guys make it through that though? Like the struggle where you're like, dude, how am I going to get past this like bedroom? How am I going to do this? Like what kept you guys going? You know what I mean? It's going to sound cheesy. <laughs> but this girl right here. I think at the end of the day, it really was yeah. each other, being there for each other, motivating and our, each and other. And our, like, family and our, like, yeah. our, our, like, our real friends and our, like, you know, family yes. who are there, like, to support us. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, we might not be available to you guys all the time, but those friends who knew, like, if we don't hit you up in a month and we, you know, we do, like you said, like, when mm-hmm. we meet up and then we're like nothing you know like you yeah, know like, time away mm-hmm. but i think yeah like having each other i think also a big part of mental health is ha- being able to have a support system a support system is key like you can go yeah. through hell and back but if you have that support system like you will have like 
those skills and you just have somebody to support you and help mm-hmm. you when you're down like mm-hmm. I can be my worst and I've been there and yeah. you know there's so many things I've gone through and like I had to talk crystal there were times I I had like I've even been gone like completely off the grid even yeah. from crystal and she knows like okay this is like a bad time but she's been there yeah mm-hmm. and it's and like you were talking about like just acknowledging like you know what, today I just need to, like, fall off the grid and just, like, not hit no one up. Or, like, um, do a day, like, or go on vacation, just go back from vacation. How was it? <laughs> um, it was a self-care I needed. <laughs> you went to where, wait, what part? You went to Amsterdam. I went to Amsterdam. How yeah. was it? With my fiancé, shout out, Danny Arvillo. Hey. hey. <laughs> he is getting shout outs on this morning. You know what? <laughs> We're going to do a drinking game every time he gets a shout-out. You should pay him <laughs> for being able to use his name. Hey, so you know what? I'm actually, yeah, he's going to start charging me. Okay, let's just not say that. You should do a second round of uh, fiancés coming back here and doing a podcast. Hey. You can get Frost and Danny's man, opinion I mean, on us. You know, <laughs> They'll give you theories on aliens, <laughs> oh my gosh, on everything, man, to whatever you want. These guys listen, well, you guys, they listen to Joe Rogan like 24-7, yep. and... Like, I had to ask them to do the podcast, too, but they're like, no, we're just regular guys. And I'm like... They'll probably want to ex- do it now that we did it. Probably. <laughs> but they'll probably want to do, like, a Joe Rogan style. And I'm like, dude, I'm not Joe Rogan. <laughs> like, but anyways, but you're... But like, how was it? Was it fun to do? Because I know you've never been there before. No, yeah. I wanted to explore. And it was, like, an odd place to go. We're like, why did you go there? Yeah. I don't know. It was just, like, uh, spur of the moment. And, yeah. like, I was like, oh, everyone talks about Amsterdam. And we just picked it. And there's... It seemed like it'd be adventurous, mm-hmm. and we just went for it. It's actually pretty good pricing, too, so that really? was another thing. That's yeah, awesome. it wasn't as expensive as I thought it would be. Um, but, yeah, we were there for, like, about a week, and um, we just enjoyed a lot of uh, recreational stuff. Hey. <laughs> yeah, I had seen um, when you had told me you were going to go to Amsterdam. I was like, wait, Amsterdam? Like, because I know you, like, always go in depth, like, on, like, uh, like planning, so I was like, wait... Honestly, this is what I thought. Oh my I, gosh, I don't. People, <laughs> we actually have st- taken a stance. Like Shut we, up. we plan everything to the T. We're planners, uh-huh. but we have changed a way because, like, we always do it. We yeah. do it for everybody. We plan for everything, and yeah. it's not fair. To be honest, like we plan the trip. We plan the details that need to be planned. Right. And then at the end of the day, we went. Literally, Danny and I would wake up whenever we wanted to, and then yeah. we had one thing planned a day. Yeah, and that was it. So no, we're not hardcore planners <laughs> no, anymore. But, no, because that just, is my self care now. I don't plan. Which is good. I though. wish people plan for me. That, that's good because like, um, you know, when I heard you guys were going to Amsterdam, honestly, I thought you guys like, I thought you and Diz will put like names in it, like put random places in a hat, and, and then you guys pick this. <laughs> I'm almost positive that that's was a little, pretty cool idea. That's what I thought you guys did, <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's cool. You guys ended up going there. Um. But yeah, it was um, like just even like taking those trips because, you know, you were out there for a bit and then you came back and it was more like, did you feel like refreshed or what? How did you feel when you came back? Because you just came back recently. <laughs> I did. Um, you know, it's just OK. So obviously it was like fun and I you do you get you get to break away from the everyday routine mm-hmm. and just like everyday life stressors. Stressing over there was like where we're we gonna eat. We can't find the next place we're supposed to go to. Yeah. <laughs> that was the, our stress. Like, mm-hmm. um, and like tying it back to like mental health is that coming back. It was like I was dreading having to come back because yeah. you do like you know I love what I do, but at the same time it is it is difficult and exhausting, mm-hmm. and it just kind of speaks to like how we are in society. Like you have this like 
it's like everybody has routines like every yeah. day and so you you can't break away from that routine yeah and i think it's like we're conformed to that routine and yeah. we're like slaves to the routine yeah um so i think vacations is one of the biggest things for me as self-care i try to mm-hmm. plan like things here and there i think that's what helped us during grad school too is we had a few vacations yeah I think we've tried. We always say year. that. We always say that. Once a year <laughs> we, we try do a to big do vacation, right. and then every few months, you know, me and Crystal always plan things right. for all our friends. Like, you guys to do. used to not no more. Well, now <laughs> we <don't>. we quit. <laughs> yeah. It's not fair. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, we want to. Like, yeah. We try to plan yeah. some things, but yeah, because it is. It is fun to. We love to hang out with our friends, but yeah. we. It is exhausting to plan everything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, have to like you know take yeah. responsibility for twenty people. No, yeah. but I think. The, the vacation was awesome, but, yeah. like, I mean, it kind of speaks to how society is. Like, we do have to come back, and we conform to this, like, we have to go to work every day. And yeah. it's just how we have to make a living, you know? But, That's um, true. So that does speak to back to mental health. Of like, yeah. we're stuck in this, like, we're slaves to the routine, and yeah. we got to do. So, for sure, like, I encourage, like, trips. It doesn't have to be to Amsterdam. Like, that was, like, our one adventurous, crazy out of, the out of like, the the United States trip, but mm. go camping, you know, go take a to hike this weekend to the beach, like yeah. plan trips, like have a weekend of wine tasting. Right. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, so, it's just taking the little steps to do self-care, like yes. whether it's getting your nails done too or any. That's a big one, it's yeah. Just, like any small thing um, is just taking, just taking that step, no matter how small it is to, to be able to like get that going but one thing we talked about is like okay you talk about having to go back to work we talked about like a little bit about my work earlier my situation with 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 work right mm-hmm. um and which is a crazy um well just the topic alone so like i want to go i want to talk about it if you guys don't mind where, where mm-hmm. it was like um there was an issue going on at um at the workplace right where it was like um it was um What's the, I don't know what the, the correct term would be when someone says something like inappropriate and sexual and it makes you feel uncomfortable. What's the word? Harassment. Yeah. There we go, right? Yeah. I, why am I just... <laughs> sorry, I have not slept that all, so I can't really think. So um, uh, this was like a coworker, right? So I was like, mind you, I had never gone through anything like this. So I was like, uh, this actually happened not like literally like not that long ago, right? So, um, you know, the, the incident occurred... And I just let them know, hey, you know what? You're making me feel uncomfortable, right? And the per like, the person was like, you know what? Like, um, instead of like, I just assumed they would just be like, okay, my bad, you know? But they're like, um, I can say whatever I want. No one will tell me nothing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, honestly, and I like, mind you, I had like witnesses there that were there and, and, and seen everything and heard everything. And he, um, he said, you know, I could tell him. This person, this is the same thing, and watch, no one's gonna tell me nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and the person that he told was like, you know, higher up, right? And and she, he said the same thing to her, and she just laughed it off. And I was like, and then like I said, you know, you can't you can't be in control over other people and how they react, right? So, yeah. um, and I and I, I just told him I was like, look, I don't know how you how you think you could talk to other people, well, you cannot talk to me that way, uh, you know. So then. Mind you, the person that I would report to was the one that had laughed, right? So I was like, okay. So I didn't feel, like, comfortable enough to even talk to, to anyone about it, right? Mm-hmm. So then um, a couple of days went by, and I was like, you know what? Like, I have to talk to someone about it, right? So I talked to someone about it, um, and then obviously I took the proper steps that I needed to take. 
And, you know, I, I let, I, I let who I needed to let know about what happened. And, and the first, by the time I, I sent the email of what happened was, I think a week from the incident, right? And the first thing they told me was, why did it take you a week to let anyone know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, hold up. I just told you guys what happened in depth of, of, of this harassment, right? And it's like, and I felt so discouraged because I was like... Blaming the victim. I was like, what the fuck? Mind you, um, I just automatically started thinking like, damn, this is why people don't speak up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I know there's been so many like documentaries of shit going down and like, you know people coming out and I know anytime like for example there was like this documentary with um as it R. Kelly and then it's been so long but I I see so many people like tweet about oh why did they wait so long or like Mm -hmm. why this why that and it's like what the fuck regardless of how long you know certain things happen um like mind you my my situation was just a week it wasn't like like fucking ten years, <laughs> yeah. you know. But even then, it would it would have been like there was um a big what's the word um not like let down, but I was like fuck, mm-hmm. like the people that I'm supposed to like report and let them know, like yo, I feel uncomfortable. Like mm-hmm. mind you, this shit went down, you know. So I was like, and then mind you, I still haven't like, and then I ended up getting written up for it. Oh, I don't want to get emotional. But I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. So I get sexually harassed. Oh, I'm like, right. Oh, fuck. Well, I think that's what makes me sad about, like, our society. I think yeah. it's just, like, a normal mm-hmm. thing. And I think that you're, you know, you're not alone in that, Maria. And I think that that's what, <laughs> again, that's what makes me yeah. sad is yeah. that you know that they're in, you know, this society. There's so many men that get away with it or, you mm-hmm. know, the you know, white men, you know, they're the privilege. And then even if you're a man, it's high, yeah. there's, like, so many levels. Like, and sometimes women are at the end. And, yeah. And um, it's unfortunate, and it, it does affect us. You know, like, we're, like, when it happens to you, you, you realize that it's... I didn't think I was going to cry. It's okay. <laughs> um, but, no, it is It is. It's okay up. to cry. It's normal. It is oh, that's okay. Right. Sorry, I'm here with clinical <laughs> Wait. Technician. <laughs> Clinicians. Clinicians. Okay. Yeah. But I was just like, the, I was like, my makeup's probably fucked up. I don't know. I don't care. But it was just like frustrating because I'm like, damn, like, and I, you know, I talked to Crystal about this earlier this week. And mind you, I was like, I'm a very like strong person when it comes mm-hmm. down to like how I'm feeling and, and how I react to things. And, um, and even then I was like shocked because I was like, damn, like, there's times where it's like, damn, like, so this is really the world we live in where I'm like, yeah. like, just breaking it down, like, like it's just, okay, um, a woman gets sexually harassed, um, she reports it, and then she gets written up, mm-hmm. and the man doesn't get a fucking thing, mm-hmm. and that woman was me, y'all, that's crazy, mind you, this just happened this week, mm-hmm. like, we're not talking about fucking 1990, we're talking about this week, mm-hmm. yeah. That shit's crazy. And you know what's even more of a trip? Like, I don't know why I'm getting so much. Well, now I do. Um, fuck. 
I feel like we're in therapy right now. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I want to it's charge totally you. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Just, just don't charge me. I told me. her the other day, I'm like, I charge 120 an hour, Maria. <laughs> I know, man. You know what? Actually, um, do you guys accept um, hugs or not? <laughs> no, but like, we do. Um, it's just the the kind of letdown you, you get as like, do you guys understand how much courage it takes to even bring up the yeah. shit that happens. Yeah. And that's why when you were telling me, I was like, whoa, like, she said that. Like, I I could say, I think I've been probably harassed a couple of times. Not a couple, probably a lot. Yeah. Um, But you you kind of just laugh it off and... We take and, it lightly. And you kind of like, oh, okay, yeah. we're just joking. Right. Because, you know, like, if you make a big deal out of it, it might get to where you're yeah, at now, yeah. where it's, like, not going to be taken seriously. And it's kind of yeah. like that norm where you're kind of like, oh, it's normal. Yeah. Um, And it's fucked up because, like... Oh, fuck. Oh, my make- At this point, my makeup's fucked up. Right? It's okay. But being... I remember the same shit happening when I was younger, too. It was like... Mm-hmm. I remember being, like, fucking eight and shit. And some similar shit happened where it was like... But it was more like... Other, other shit, you know? Mm-hmm. And it happened... Which is crazy, because it happened at my house, right? And I remember, you know, my brothers and a few other people were there. And and I went to I went to my room to go get a sweater or something. And then this person just went in shortly after. And I was like, wait, mind you, I'm a fucking kid, right? Mm-hmm. And obviously when you're a kid, you don't know what the fuck. But you know what's right and wrong. You know what I mean? So ever since ever since I was a kid, I always knew like, hey, you know what? If I'm feeling uncomfortable, I'm going to just dip out. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, just if you don't feel right, just leave, you know? And... There was always this, like, mental, like, abuse and, like, just being, like, um, like, being obviously touched in, in ways you don't need to be touched, right? So, I was a kid, right? Fuck. And then, like, it took me time to, like, address it to who I addressed it to, right? To the person that, like, I confided in, right? And thinking, like, oh, yeah, so maybe something's gonna happen, you know, like... Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, yeah, well, you know, that's just life, you know, like, and I'm like, what the fuck? So I was like, all right, you know what, I'm just never going to put myself, fuck, why am I crying so much, man? Because it's, it's, it's hard, Maria, and you're, mm-hmm. what you're sharing isn't easy, and I think that. So when, like, I told myself, like, you know what, I'm going to be a strong person and just, like, never let anyone fuck me over like that, like, mentally, mentally abuse me, you know what I mean? To the point where I was manipulated to think, like, you know, what was going on was okay, you know? So I was like, nah, when, when, when I told her, like, I, I'm a, that's never going to happen to me, you know? So when this shit happens this week, where it's like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to address it the right way. Let who needs to know, no. <laughs> Then this shit just happens again. And it's like, fuck, man. Like, how the fuck does, like, do people expect to, for, like, fuck, man. It's just, like, for victims to try and get help when it's, like, when when people do address shit, they just kind of get, like, a little, like, slap on the hammer. It's like, come on, like, toughen up. It's like... You know, so when I hear people say, oh, why did, why did you wait so long? It's like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like, it takes a lot to even get to the point where 
you say something. Mm-hmm. So when you do say something, it's like for them to be like, you know, that's life. You know what I mean? It's fucked up. So I think it's just important to like, if anyone is going through shit, it's like, don't just push, put it under the rug and say, hey, you know what? That's life. Or like, you know, as a woman or because, you know, this shit happens a lot where it's like, oh, you know, as a woman, don't wear certain shit because because certain shit will happen to you. You know, it's like, fuck no. Like us as women, you know, we're all, you know, confident women. We wear whatever the fuck we want, you know, and it's mm-hmm. like. We shouldn't have to be put in this position where it's like, all right, you know, let's just wear like hoodies and 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 sweatpants and then and, and then we'll be fine, you know, we'll become the one. It's like, no, because even then you'll still be fucking her ass, you know. It's like you're, yeah. I just, oh my god, I, I did not think I was gonna like go in depth with this shit, but it's fucked up, you know. Like society, how the fuck it lets us down sometimes, you know. Mm-hmm. So like. I've never talked about that shit before, but it's fucked up because there's like little kids going through that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like at different ages, you know. But it's like I remember being a little kid and not knowing what the. Uh, I mean, we didn't have shit back then. We didn't have fucking Instagram or nothing back then. You know, we were Google. Like, we didn't know. I didn't know nothing. You know, so it's like after like I addressed it the first time when I was younger. I was like, well, fuck, I'll never bring it up again. And I never brought it up again. Because I was like, well, no one gave a fuck then. Why the fuck would they give a fuck now? You know? So now I just kind of like, I told my, like, I told myself from when I was a kid, like, you know what? I'll just never let, let anyone do that to me. Like, that's why I was always like, I always have my guard up. I always, I'm always very much like, like, very guarded. Like, I isolate myself because of that, you know? So when I'm, like, now being, like, mind you, like I said, this shit just happened this week, you know? It's, like, yeah. oh, shit, you know, like, um, this is real life. This shit is happening till this day. Like, mm-hmm. every fucking day, this shit happens to someone, whether it's to a male or to a female. Because I don't want to just say it only happens to females, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's fucked up, you know? But I guess that's life. But it's good to talk to people about it, you know? Yeah. Like, because, excuse me, sorry. I don't know. There's, in life, there's just so much shit that goes on, right? And just when I'm like, all right, I'm good. I'm like, what the fuck, life? Like, life puts you through more shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just like, it's a tough, it's a tough thing to go through, especially when you said you guys have yourself, like, each other when you guys, like, go through shit, you know? Yeah. But having, having at least someone to talk to about your day is like... Mm -hmm. That's such important. So that's why, like, that's why every time I, like, I do go to Walmart and acknowledge that that kid that's, Mm -hmm. like, it's still in high school and just working. And it's, like, because I remember being that person, like, yo, that's why I like to acknowledge every single person. Because, one, you never know who they are. And you never know what they're going through. Mm -hmm. And, like I said, like, even maybe, like, uh, a hello, like, will go Mm -hmm. such a long way. Mm -hmm. And I, I know I'm not letting you guys talk right now, but it's it's just it's okay. um, it's just I don't know. It's it's crazy to know how how we're in this. What's the word? Um, we're in this era a where it's like <laughs> um, we have so much support around us where we could 
like you said, text a number to ask for help or mm-hmm. um, go to see a therapist when you're like, you know, even though you've never gone to one, mm-hmm. it's not taboo. It's not tacky, regardless of what people say around you. Like, go ask for help. Like, mm-hmm. or if you don't know, you know, what to do, you could just, you know, Google it or just mm-hmm. kind of do any little thing to find information, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But... Thank you for sharing all that, Maria. Oh, man, sorry. I was just... My makeup is fucked up right now, huh, probably? No, it's it's on point. Nobody's <laughs> looking right now. I didn't put on a setting spray, that's why. But for real, like Crystal said, thank you for sharing that. And oh, I yeah. think that, like I said earlier, that's like speaks yeah. to your vulnerability and being yeah. able to connect with listeners. And I think that's like that was a really hard story. And thank you for trusting us yeah, to, that's to crazy. share. Yeah. But, like, we're glad that you shared because, like, uh-huh. now we know and, and, like, we're here for you. Yeah. And you know we are. Yeah, um, I just... No, not sorry. I didn't think I was going to talk about it. It's okay. But that's but something that you've had for so long. Huh? Yeah, it's been a long time. With anybody? Yeah, no, I've never shared it with anybody. Which crazy. Well, thank you for sharing it with mm-hmm. us. I just you know want people to know like there, you could always like no matter how how deep it is with the shit you're going through Mm -hmm. like you could always not only just ask for help but just know like yo like we're talking about like you know you guys do this because you you guys want to give people that light at the end of the tunnel you know Mm because there's plenty of times where people don't see that Mm -hmm. there's plenty of times where i was like yo this cannot get better like there's no way like life has put me through so much shit and you guys know you know like where i'm like damn there's like I'm always like why like why you know but you know as you know as time goes on I'm like you know what like I see I always I always tell myself like yo there's always light at the end of the tunnel no matter how hard it is no matter how small that light could be at the end there's always something there at the end you know mm-hmm. um and the journey the journey just makes everything better like the shit you go through in life just makes everything better you know makes you stronger yeah so it's like Oh, man, I definitely did not think we were going to talk about this. I'm, I'm thrown it's part of here. mental health. It is. Which is yeah, it is part of mental health because it's like, you know, we, and we, like I said, we, we hang out when we have free time or like when, when we're able to, right? Mm-hmm. And I love, I love how we never talk like to talk about work. So we never really, which I totally understand because it's like, it's a very deep, it's not like we could just talk about like a, like you guys work at Starbucks or something where it's like, oh yeah, how did you, how was your day? Where it's like, you know, cause it's such an in-depth, you know, and shout out to anyone that works at Starbucks, you know, but, um, it's a very, confidential. Hey, <laughs> it's very hard to like, you know, to get on the, cause you guys like to, when anytime, like I, cause I, I know I hate talking about work. When I'm not at work, you know what I mean? So I can only imagine you guys, you know? But, um... That doesn't mean we're not open to talking about Oh, no, it, yeah, I know. No, you guys have always been like, yo, I'm here. I'm just not going to start talking about my day. Oh, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. No, but, I mean, that's one thing, like, I mean, you guys have, regardless of how busy everyone is, like, you know, I know you guys have always been like, yo, if you need anything, I'm here. Like, and we, you guys have not only been like that with me, but with plenty of plenty of our friends, you know? And, and, you, and regardless of of the relationship you guys may not be that close to people but you're like yo i'm here if you need something like mm-hmm. yeah. don't hesitate to call or text mm-hmm. or you know hit us up or whatever but um i think it is like important to like to even if it may be an uncomfortable conversation to have with someone like 
um, whether, you know, you need to have a therapy with, you know, because of a certain reason or with, with a certain someone, like, I think it's, it's important to take that step to, like, make things better, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. Yeah, I think last, earlier, like, in the beginning, you asked about, like, what are steps for people to, to look for help and yeah. stuff like that, and I think, like, it was a hard question because it's hard, there's really, uh, I think it's, like, it's, like, a cliche where people have to want to change. Yeah. But that, it's true. Yeah. Um, and you have to be ready. Yeah. Right? Of course, anybody. You can't. Um, and even personal experience, like, mm-hmm. like Crystal said, we had to do our, our own therapist and not, we don't share that to the whole world, maybe now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, um, I remember, like, I was like, oh, no, no, I'll get over it. I'll get over it. You know, like, feeling down or whatever. Yeah. Like, I'll get over it. Where it came to, like, I was crying, like, at random times for a whole week and I'm just like, oh, my God, like. Yeah. I need to. I need to talk to somebody. Yeah. Um. I need to work on myself. Yeah. And until that point, it was like, I understood what other people feel. Yeah. When they come to me, you know, exactly. like exactly they come to me for help, and I'm just like, go to therapy. Anybody who's having you know situations, oh, just go to. You should try therapy. Like, yeah. You know, so it's <laughs> yeah. been said. Yeah. Um. And so I had to do it myself and go mm-hmm. like call a number and say, hey, I need to make an appointment because yeah. I want to talk to somebody. Yeah. And so I think it comes to a point where you're, when you're ready, mm. um, and I think that's going to be made easier for people when there's not that stigma anymore. Right. So I think, I mean, the key is, like, when you're ready to talk about stuff. Yeah. When you're ready to make those changes yourself. When you're ready to put in that work to also put yourself in a vulnerable position mm-hmm. to start making those changes. And yeah. I think that's the... That is probably one of the, like, the biggest keys, like, yeah. being ready for it, yeah. you know? Because yeah. And the nice part with therapy is everything's confidential. Mm-hmm. So, right. you know, you're you're walking into this office, and it's so welcoming and warming, mm-hmm. and and the person's just going to listen to you, and they're not going to judge you. And right. you know that when you walk out, that, that whatever you said in that room stays in that room. Right. And I want to, to add on to that, because I feel like sometimes, unfortunately... You know, I'm not saying we're, like, the badass <laughs> therapist. Yeah. But, unfortunately, there are some therapists that maybe they're burnt out or maybe they're not doing yeah. their job as they're supposed to. And so yeah. a client might come to this person who is not the best therapist in, yeah. at that moment or whatever. Or maybe not had it, was, isn't able to make a connection. Mm-hmm. And so their thought in their mind is, oh, see, I knew it. Therapy isn't for me. Suck. All yep. therapists suck. Yeah. But Everybody should know if you're not making a connection with that therapist, you can ask for another one oh, and okay. you can switch. So if you don't like that therapist and you're really trying, you're not making a connection. Um, I want people to think because people think, oh, well, that didn't work. That didn't work out. And so yeah. that's it. You know, yeah. like I want people to know that they have the options. They're their own like they're the boss of their own therapy. If yeah. they don't, they can fire you. Yeah. And yeah. if you're not like supporting them, they're not connecting with them. They can mm-hmm. always seek for another person for help. So. Yeah. And um, and just t- taking that initiative to, like, even, like, know that information. Because mm-hmm. I know a lot of people want to shut down therapy right away. So yeah. when they do give it a shot, they're like, oh, see, it's not for me, you yep. know. But mm-hmm. um, just like in, in any other field, they could always be like, you know what, like, let's see some, let's, you know, some someone else to see, like, who. Because you do, regardless of how, you know, professional you guys are when mm-hmm. it comes down to it, you know, and it is confidential, like, you still have to have that connection. Like, mm-hmm. and they still have to be able to relate to you. And it's like all right, how, how can you guys get that out of people without being relatable? You know what I mean? So it's mm-hmm. like taking that initiative or like trying to see who's, and especially when 
like they've never someone that has never done therapy before they're like all right this is not for me i'm out cool i tried it you know and then they're done and then they still have the issues though so it's like you still need therapy but you just gave up on it because of a bad experience you know yeah Mm -hmm. but it shouldn't let them discourage i mean it should not be the reason why they get discouraged but um I was just thinking earlier, Maria, and I was like, it was like twice I wanted to share it where you said, and I want to give you props because, um, first of all, for sharing your story. Yeah, thank um, you. And I think that sometimes it's unfortunate where, you know, there is young, you know, children that they speak out yeah. to the people that they trust the most. And like you said, they might, they kind of brush it off them, and they kind of like, don't believe them or yeah, like right. suck it up, it happens, brush yeah. it off. But I, I encourage even an adult, anybody, if something's happening, like, try to reach out to as many people as you can. Like, maybe mm-hmm. the that person might have not heard you, but somebody will hear you. Right, right. Um, that was one thing. The other thing you're talking about, your Walmart person. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I was thinking about in school, so many times we, we went over, like, suicidal stories mm-hmm. um, and their survivors where they've said. Like the Golden Gate survivor. If somebody would have said hello to me and acknowledged me, I wouldn't have jumped off that bridge. Yeah. And I think that speaks a lot to what you're doing for everybody, where you're noticing this person, nobody's talking to them. Yeah. And maybe, who knows, maybe that day they were thinking, like, I'm going to go home and kill myself. Yeah. But you saw them, and you said hi. And I think that speaks to, again, the the suicide. You know, you said we weren't going to go into death, but that is a a big thing, and it's something that people don't talk about because it's uncomfortable and then you know like it is it is it is uncomfortable um and i've had to i've gone through um when i was working at county i did all crisis that was like my job now here i'm supporting a crisis team again and it's like it's it's sad but how often we get calls right um so it is it's there, and mm-hmm. I think it's, like, a big, important part. Mm-hmm. Mental health is a real thing. Yeah. It's not something you just get over. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, and you need a lot of support, and it needs to be, like, normalized that this is, this is something that happens to people, and mm-hmm. it's okay to get help. Yeah. Right. I just recently took a training. I was telling Maggie that I took a training on suicide, mm-hmm. and it was really interesting because the trainer there said that um, – They've done studies up to 2017, right? And so apparently the CDC um, said that suicide is considered to be an epidemic. Wow. Mm -hmm. So when you hear epidemic, it's like, whoa, you know, kind of like takes you back. But Mm -hmm. people aren't talking about it, you know, or or a lot of people aren't talking about it. And I think it's something that people, you know, we need to talk about it because it is such a big thing. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's true. Yeah. It's like high stats. It's one of the reasons causes for death. And we think that. Yeah, the and even like um, you know, um, I see like a lot in music where like they'll literally talk about like exactly like what they want to do with themselves because of you know this, but because it has a sick beat, it's like oh yeah, everyone's bumping to it. It's like wait, they're literally crying for help and mm-hmm. yes. everyone's just like twerking to it. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> how is this even you know what what life? And which is crazy because that, but that's how like you know and you see. So many, like, musicians that, you know, unfortunately do, you know, take that next step to, like, just mind you. And they're so talented, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, but... Go ahead, no, go ahead. That brings up another thing, and I think me and Crystal talked about this. 
Like, you think because, like, you know, sometimes there's, like, rich people, they're successful people, and they commit suicide. Yeah. They're like, oh, why? They've had such a great life. Like, yeah. why would they hurt themselves? And we're talking about, like, depression. Like, some people, like, like you know, you might see me and Crystal. I'm like, oh, they got it all together. They're so yeah. put together. And, like, the people don't really know what's going on behind closed doors. And yeah. that you think a person, you know, for instance, depression. Right. Doesn't look like. Just being isolated, crying every day, you know. Not getting out of bed. Not getting out of bed. Yeah. There's people can that can function mm-hmm. with with uh, depression or any other disorders, yeah. but they're also still a person in need. Yeah. Um, and I think that there's, again, there's there's just like, I think our society, um, and not everybody, but I think they're just ignorant yeah. to to what it really means and, what, yeah. and how... Um, like the epidemic part of yeah. it and just how important it really is and again everybody's like oh they're just depressed oh it's just like they'll get over it kind of thing yeah. or yeah. you know um, I've seen people who like it's just not just depression I've seen I've had clients before where their anxiety is so severe yeah, it causes depression and now yeah. you have anxiety yeah. and depression and now they want to hurt themselves because they can't yeah. deal with yeah. either of them yeah. It, I mean it sucks it's hard and like I said personally like I understand some of my clients. Mm-hmm. I've gone through my personal things. Yeah. And it, it does, it, it is sad that it's just not taken seriously. And yeah. I can say it's just, I think a big part of it has to be with our society. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I love the boys, but I think they they don't have that knowledge that we, and it, well, obviously we studied for it. Right, but right, yeah. Even talking to people in regular life they're not going to understand what we go through or what what it is like they might just like oh you can get over it yeah um and with depression it really is a chemical imbalance in your brain really you can't control depression like i'm not just gonna wake up one day and be like oh i'm gonna be depressed today you don't know it really is a chemical imbalance going on in your brain and you need help yeah and And it's okay to get help and Mm -hmm. do you think people don't understand that though they do you think people just assume like oh you know what this is the vibe I want to go with today. You know what I mean? <laughs> or they'll be like, oh, she's, it's that time of the month. Yeah. She oh, must be on a time gosh. of the month. Well, um, I hate when people do that. <laughs> I mean, it's, especially women. I mean, obviously yeah. men don't share as often when they're going through stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've seen male family members when they're going through it. I'm like, hey, you should probably, like, yeah. I think you're going. But obviously, no. oh, no, not me, yeah. you know. Yeah, right. But um, majority of the patients I see are female. Yeah. I hardly see any males. But, yeah, I think. The first step is like one acknowledging that you need the help. Yes. Like mm-hmm. and it doesn't make make you less of a person if you need it or like it's not gonna like, you know, you're not gonna lose street cred. You're you just <laughs> and that's one thing that like um like we're talking about like not a lot of males go to therapy where no. um, you know, I listened to this like radio show where it's like one of the male hosts, he goes to therapy and they clown on him all the time. And mm-hmm. he owns it, he's like, it helps me. I don't know why you guys are laughing, you know? Yeah. So and he like Takes that and he's like, you know what? Even though I get clowned on all the time, I'm so happy I go because my life is changing. Yeah, but there you go. <laughs> but that's the whole poor point of like, uh, like society. Like, yeah. It, like, yeah. Honestly, like, like it's frustrating. Yeah, right yeah. now, like, you know, yeah, men, you know that they're not gonna go to therapy. Yeah. They're not gonna do this whole thing. Like, I have so many family members. Like, we have to have both parents acknowledge like they want to have their kids in therapy, yeah. mm-hmm. and sometimes a dad's trying to be a macho. And, mm-hmm. nope, my kid's not, nothing wrong with my kid. He's not going to have therapy. And the kid needs it. Yeah. You know, they're going through trauma or something. Um, but it's just a society. It's, like, society norms. And it's just, mm-hmm. like, that's the sad part. 
this is not like that's just the way we're built yeah uh, we were talking about earlier how even us like okay i joke around i was saying sometimes like with my nephew we're playing yeah. around and i'll be like oh he's crying like a little girl or don't cry yeah. like a little girl and i'm like oh my gosh i shouldn't say that like yeah that's not okay because right. obviously i'm you know yeah. trying to crying is not okay it's and okay i know it's okay yeah you know yeah. things like that um but i think that there is like big role models are trying to make a change yeah. i think the biggest part is our society to be to be educated yeah, yep. that's true. That's the biggest point to take out to get rid of the stigma and being educated. I think they should start educating in high school mm-hmm. or even I don't know yeah. sometime what mental health really is and how it affects people, girls and boys. No matter what race you are, whatever you are, it is it's yes, it doesn't discriminate anybody. Yeah, mental health affects everybody. Yeah, um, we're talking about like there are men out there that try to break that stigma. I love Justin Baldoni. Yes. He is one Do of the... Do you know who that is? No, I don't. Okay, he's uh, one of the actors on... Um, Jane the Virgin. Jane the Virgin. Oh, okay, okay. But he is a big activist on, mm-hmm. like, you know, just spreading, I think, awareness. Like, he's super pro, like, women. Um, he, he's, like, the real McDreamy. Hey. <laughs> Sorry, babe. <laughs> no, but I think, uh, I think he... I think what is appealing about him is that mm-hmm. he, like is confident in himself that he he's like has his like talk shows like tough um what is it um oh my gosh i'm blanking out what his show he has on like on facebook yeah um but he has like a talk show with men and -hmm. talk about like like how they you know perceive certain things how they couldn't do things like if they see somebody harassing a girl they have to look the other way yeah. Right. Um. He's on. He came up on TED Talk. He's just super good on talking about like the men's side of version. And this here's this man who's like talking for women and like yeah. so respectful towards his wife and doing all these things. Yeah. I mean, there's so many people that I think that should be more like focused on and idolized. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, instead of just you know, rappers are cool, but I mean, <laughs> we need to focus <laughs> yeah. on the important stuff. You right. Know? Um. Because again, this affects us day in day out yeah. um so, and I, I mean, do feel like it's gotten a little better where more yeah. people are seeking help but it could be a lot better right yeah a lot better. we are yeah we are in freaking There's 2000 some progress. <laughs> some, <laughs> some yeah. progress a little bit is better than nothing right now you know yeah. but yeah um but you know obviously you know one thing um we want to encourage people is like to ask for help and do you guys have the the hotline number for the the suicide well i'll go ahead and put it in the description yes yeah, um, I don't have it memorized. Yeah, no, I should probably have it. Memorized. There's a texting one. I have it. Yes, I don't have yeah. it with me right now. I should have had it, um, but I have a few things, and I'll give you a few links for yeah. like resources. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, there's a lot of pages on Instagram too. But that honestly, like you health. said, like we are in a new day and age where everybody has a phone. Yeah. Everybody has Google. Yeah, I le- in apps. I was looking into apps. Mm. I literally put suicide or mental health. A mm-hmm. bunch of apps apps came up, yeah. and they had information about. Yeah. Um, yeah. resources or numbers to call. So it's out there. Yeah. You can even go to your doctor. Like I work at yeah. a health clinic and mm-hmm. my patient, well, the patients come in, mm-hmm. see the doctor for anxiety or depression, and right. then they refer to me. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. okay. You know, and so that's how I see my yeah. patients. So it's as simple as going to yeah. the doctor and saying, I need help, help yeah. me. And they mm-hmm. should be able to help you. There's a little bit of uh, for everyone in a way where it's like, oh, like, I don't know. Uh, or like they go to the doctor and they get referred to you or like, if they feel comfortable on an app, they could do the app. Or mm-hmm. if they want to call, yeah. they could do... Like, there's so much options now where it's, like, we have no excuses to not get the help we need. Exactly. So, um, thank you guys so much for coming out on the podcast. It, 
it meant a lot to me because I was like, whoa. Because, you know, it's just this topic is something that's so important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and not only it being just, like, anybody, like, any, what, what are you guys doing again? Clinician? <laughs> We're licensed <laughs> clinical social okay, workers, but clinicians. Yes. Clinical, so. <laughs> that's a tongue twister. So. LCSW. Um, LCSW, yes. yeah. Hashtag LCSW. Um, but it's just, you guys are changing the world and, it, and it's amazing and I didn't know I was going to get a free session today. You know? <laughs> You're like, nah, I want to turn together. But, um, I mean, it is important to talk to people, you know, just like, yeah. um, but do you guys want to, like, leave with any tips or anything for people or? Um, you know what? I was thinking about it when I came. I was like, oh, can you talk about mental health? Because um, you talk about sometimes reading books. Right. I love, I'm going to get to talk about Brene Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love her, like, stuff. I'm right now in transition of trying to read, like, all her books. I just mm-hmm. remember reading about the power power of vulnerability oh, okay. uh, when we were going to school. But mm-hmm. I'm in the process of trying to read more as my self care. Yeah. But she is a good read. Brene uh-huh. Brown um, talks about a lot of stuff. I think that helps in some aspect of um, mental health. But um, I mean, that's one thing. Obviously, yeah. there's you know if there is help, there is help. And people who have Medi-Cal, yeah. look at the back of your card. There's a number you call. Yeah. Your insurance card. Yeah, yeah. Your sh- any insurance card. card. You know, if you guys need help, like, it, like don't there's be no afraid. There's no excuse. There's no excuse. There's more power in asking for help. I think that's, that's the, like. I agree. People think, like, oh, no, you're weak for asking for help. No, mm-hmm. it takes more courage to say, I have a problem. Yeah, that's like, true. Like, or not a problem. I'm just saying, like, I'm struggling. Yeah. I'm struggling with something and I need help. Yeah. I think that's more powerful than hiding. Yeah. Um, or, I mean, not that they hide, but it's just, it's hard. But yeah. it's, it takes a lot more courage to say I need help. And so look at the back of your, medic, uh, your card, your insurance card. There's numbers there. And reach out. Like I said, doctors. Anywhere yes. you can go to, you know, um... Even, like, community centers, I think, probably mm-hmm. have information anywhere. Like, it's out there. Mm-hmm. And everybody has a phone. We can Google it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. But, I mean. There's a lot of, like, private therapists in the area, too, and everywhere, you know, yeah. throughout the whole state. So, they'll pop up. Yeah. I mean, I wish I could give more of a positive statement. But I just yeah. know, like, it just know that, like, you're not alone. Nobody's alone. Yeah. Everybody suffers through something, some kind of mental health. Mm-hmm. Even the ones that deny it can go through right. something. Yeah. Um, but we're not alone. And, again, it's like taking a visit to your doctor. You have a stomach ache yeah. and you go to the doctors. Hey, you're not, you notice that you're not having good days more often than not. Yeah. Maybe you should go check that out. Maybe yeah. you should see if there's something that's causing it and, yeah. like, yeah. Before it gets to something more extreme. Yeah. And I would say check on your friends, check on your family mm-hmm. members, That's too. a big mm-hmm. thing, Just yeah. Just say, hi, how are you feeling, or how are you doing, what's going on? Yeah. You know? And that can open the doors to a lot of things. Even say, if you don't get a text back. Hey. Even if you don't get a text back. <laughs> <laughs> or strangers. Say yeah. hi to strangers. Smile. Somebody's day. Yeah. Be friendly. You know, you don't know what somebody's going through. Yeah, that's true. You know, because if we're not texting each other... You don't know why we're not. Like, you know, yeah. Like, yeah. there might be something going on. Or, yeah. like I said, the strangers' parts, be friendly. Be yeah. kind to one another. Do random acts of kindness. I always yes. get on people about that. It's like, I want people to, like, acknowledge that, yo, even though it is, like, stepping outside your comfort zone, like, do something different every single day that's nice. Just, like, whether you, whether you help an old lady with the groceries or something. I don't know. Just <laughs> any little thing. You know, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. You don't have to be posting it or whatever. It doesn't matter. I know my friend, um... Drew does this thing where he puts um, 
anytime he goes to the like grocery store, he makes sure all the carts are put back. And uh-huh. then um, I think he has like I forgot the is it hashtag don't be a scumbag movement or something like that. So like <laughs> he does where he's like put the just putting the carts back. Do you understand how helpful that is? And yeah. then so anytime I go to the grocery store now, I'm like, all right, I gotta put this cart back. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, like, the cart person at the store would be like, thank you. Like, that's, you know, that's something you didn't have to do. Which, honestly, I never used to do it before. I used to just leave it anywhere. Oh, no. I always put my cart back. Really? <laughs> All right. Hello, I'm like, I can't or deny. Yeah, I can't confirm. It depends on how much in a hurry I am. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, like, random acts of kindness, you know, it, it goes a long way. And yeah. asking for help. Um, we'll go ahead and put the the information that they need like in the description so that way they could um, mm-hmm. check that out and ask for help. There's no excuses why you shouldn't yeah. ask for help or Please just get help. Find, mm-hmm. Try to find out information and maybe you, you don't need it, but just try and find out information to see if you do need it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But thank you guys for coming. Thank, thank you guys you so much for coming out. It meant a lot and uh, I'm excited. But we got to do this again. <laughs> go with the boys next time you boys watch. yeah oh that'd be crazy but um a totally different topic off mental health oh my gosh <laughs> yeah no but um thank you guys so much for tuning into today's episode and stay tuned for the next one <laughs>